0: Going once, going twice, sold! You're listening to The Property Pod, an accessible and easy way to get into or help understand the goings-on of the property market. Join Aaron, John and Pat as they discuss all things real estate, most likely get sidetracked and then try and rein it all back in as they present The Property Pod. That's right, baby, we're back. And this time, we famous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let it be known, we made it to the newspaper. Here I am, I'm Aaron Horn. I'm back, I'm famous, I'm wearing my sunglasses, and I am Arrogant Aaron.
1: <laughs> well, actually, no, uh, from now on, I've, like it, it's always been known that I've, I'm now Luke's brother. Yes. I've, I've got a name again. John yes. McGregor. John McGregor from the <laughs> Mercury newspaper. Or
2: from a Monday printing
1: yeah. newspaper. <laughs> No,
0: shout out to the Mercury. The property pod has made it. We've reached more people than our family, and now people know who we are. Yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, I, I think I, even even my cousin reached out and said, "Oh, I just, I just, I just saw the, the, your article in the newspapers. Like, didn't you see my previous Facebook posts?" Yeah. <laughs>
0: Apparently not. No. no, no. They're keeping up with the Mercury, not with yeah, us. Not with I got a. Um, a shout out from Barcelona, i got a friend working on a super yacht over there, so oh, she was it. just like, oh damn, you meant the paper. <laughs> yeah, We're international. Hells yeah, so international, our numbers are boosting, um, Tom will tell if the article goes anywhere further, but shout out to Jared Bevan for chucking that together for us. Yeah,
1: and I the photographer behind the scenes, Roger, he's a cool dude.
0: He was a cool dude, yeah, yeah. I think he just really enjoyed the banter yeah. of just <laughs> us talking. Yeah. And um, yeah, here we go, so we're at it again, we're having a chat, Pat's pretty quiet over there, you alright mate?
2: we we we'll good.
1: All good, just you're just saying low-key famous. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're just like, I don't yeah. want it to all go to my head.
1: Well, it's just, no one can see the giant coat and cane that he's sitting there with your scepter, drinking out of your goblet with encrusted gold jewels. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know, how's the coffee taste out
0: of
2: that goblet? <coughs> Man, you guys talk. <laughs> and this is the first episode after our newspaper. We're hoping for a good outcome. Yeah. This is what you two bring to the table. We're just bringing the bands, high baby. Class. High glass. Alrighty, it so was really cool to get that shout-out in the paper, I must say. Yeah. yeah. It oh, was yeah. really cool for the Dominic Old Scholars to share it as well. So that yeah, was good. Yeah, really no, it's, it's mm.
0: kind of crazy to think. Weren't you going to pass on the information to them just to say, like, maybe you could help share this so people know? And then they contacted you
2: beforehand? Yeah. I sent them a message saying, hey, guys, could you give us a shout-out with this article in the newspaper? And before I'd even had a chance, they'd already put it up and they'd messaged me back saying we're all on top of it. Mm-hmm. So... They found it before I had a chance to tell them about it, which is really cool. Yeah, they've mm. got
0: their Dominic Spires out there, so...
2: i have got to hand it to
0: the
1: Old Scholars, they do a good job. Like I get that Veritas mag, is it once every quarter or something like that as well, or a month?
0: Yeah, um. I, whenever I'm at Mum's house, I she'll be like, oh, the Veritas showed up.
1: And yeah. Like, oh, alright, I'll have a look at that. Yeah, Mum and everyone's up to. Well, it's, kind of, it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. They do, um, yeah. They do an awesome job.
0: Yeah, no, shout out to the Dominic Old Scholars and shout out to... Just everybody that, that checked us out after the newspaper—it was really humbling. Even though we might be bragging now, it was <laughs> it was really humbling to be in there. And yeah, it's nice if if it's just picked up any f- extra listeners. Yeah, then that'll be a really cool result. And as I said in a Facebook post uh, afterwards, advertising it, Jared, you're always welcome in the studio, mate. We'd love to talk real estate with you. So. If you're still listening and I'm we're pretty, not off
1: your radar. I'm pretty sure that article was just so he could avoid being on the show. Wasn't that the uh, more so the case? Well well that, probably. <laughs> yeah, we reached
0: out to get him on the show and he's like, oh, what if I... Just do an article? Instead? Yeah, butter up the deal <laughs> this way. So today we've uh, actually got another Dominic Scholar with us. We've got a, a guest in today that uh, we'll find out about very soon. But, um, yeah, it would be interesting. I think we're
2: going to talk investing today is that right pat yeah, that's mm. spot on yeah we're just gonna talk investing but more from someone that's actually doing it rather than us telling you how to do it we've yep. got somebody in that does it so yeah
0: cool well maybe we'll throw off to ad number one and then we'll introduce our guest sounds good all right yeah As a family-run business, First National Real Estate McGregor understands that the property market can be stressful. However, with a strong team in both sales and rentals, we are here to guide you through the property maze. Find out more today at mcgregorandbend.com. All right, here we are. We're back for the deep dive and we've got our guest Blake Smedley with us today. He is a Dominic Scholar, as I mentioned before, but we don't know too much else about him. So, could you just uh,
3: introduce yourself, tell us how you got into uh, talking on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, sure thing. So, um, uh, I met Patrick when I was actually just recently purchasing my um, second investment property, Adam Berardel, and uh, yeah, he just let me know about this podcast, gave it a, gave it a crack pretty much straight away because, uh, I don't know, just hearing that there was a, a podcast about the property market here in, just in Hobart. Yeah, yeah. Pretty like.
1: Yeah, I it's pretty out there. It's awesome. Yeah, you it was awesome. Yeah. Wouldn't
3: really expect it, but yeah. yeah, we're having a
2: crack at it. Yeah, no. So, yeah, I was like, that sounds all right. Yeah, 10 days later, we sucked you into coming in on the show yourself. <laughs> pretty
0: much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. yeah. It was really funny because Pat came back from your meeting and he said, I think I've got a guest for the podcast. And I was like, mm. oh, yeah, yeah. Well, who is it? And he said, yeah, this really cool guy is coming in to, he's a young investor. I reckon he'd have a bit to say. Mm. I was like, all right, let's let's see if he comes in. And I was like, "This is never going to happen." Like, <laughs> like he's just like Pat's like, "Oh yeah, I made the sale, and I'm going to get a guess." Like, oh, I don't know. Mate. <laughs> Do oh, I ever conference? not deliver? No. And exactly. you have. There you go.
2: not yeah. He's not key like he anymore. I'm on three guests, John. How many of
1: you guests are you on? Uh, hang on a minute. I have got one coming up. One coming up.
3: But um, beer. Blake's actually yeah, bringing in some guests next go. week, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah a regular... Right, when I, Jesus. When I get my Mercury headline, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. We'll, then we'll start talking.
1: Right. It's just going to be me. Like, let's let's start an online tally of how many guests, and I'm just going to be ch- chasing my tail the whole time. <laughs> when aren't
0: you chasing your tail, though, John?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, tell us a bit about yourself, Blake, other than uh, you met Pat and he roped you into talking yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah,
3: well, so, um, basically, I'm ai tassie local yep so raised here around the kind of northern suburbs area for sure so that's kind of where i started my property investing deal as well so yep. I wanted to start somewhere that i was a bit familiar with so i yeah got my first one up in bridgewater but i kind of just knew the area
2: yep mm. so what made you decide to get into investing property a lot of people sort of Say for a deposit with that vision of buying
3: their first home, you've mm. gone a slightly different route and gone and bought a couple of investment properties. So I guess where it all started was it was me and me and a mate um, talking about I don't know, just time with the whole idea of you know the financial freedom kind of thing, the one that everyone everyone Everyone's chasing, yeah. Everyone's chasing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Of course everyone's talking about. It. But and then, you know, just the idea of property investing came up It's yep. a pretty viable kind of thing that we pursued the thought of. And it just seemed like a – seems overly complicated, a bit daunting, you know, like oh, how does it actually work, what's the whole process and then it just turned into – well, actually it isn't, isn't actually that hard, you kind of just get alone and get started and then you just go from there. Yep. So
2: obviously stepping back a bit, you did a little bit of research – To figure out what area you wanted to buy in first, or was there resources you went out and utilized, I guess, to figure
3: out that radio this area is the spot for me to buy my first one in? Mm. Or to be absolutely honest, was a little bit of a whirlwind the first one, though I don't know if it always feels like a whirlwind. I mean, at least it did for me because I didn't have, I've got no background in in finance or anything like that, you know. So I. I went to uni for social science like, yep. and human resource management. You know, I'm pretty – I'm not stupid with money, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. got any real financial expertise. And yeah. There's not like a, just a um, side as part of social
1: science that just there's one little segment that says, you know, advanced property investing is part of your social science.
3: Oh, yeah, know? no, that elective was <laughs> – yeah. It, might it wasn't have been there. It it wasn't there. It. Yeah, no, not, not that time. It yeah. my run. The main resources I kind of – well, the, the main – I just used realestate.com really to start off with just to see what the market's like.
0: So just kind of trawling through the internet, just sitting on your laptop kind of just just looking and finding out what prices are for...
3: I was pretty clear on what kind of property I wanted to get as an investment. So it was like, I want something that is on the more affordable side of things, you know, for at least my first investment property and I'm pretty young, can't really afford too much else, but I wanted to have the, the highest rental... Yield, I suppose, or the highest rental income for what I'm paying. Of course, yep, makes sense. Yeah, right, pretty basic. So uh, that automatically, you know, the the suburbs that kind of tick both those boxes became pretty clear pretty quickly. For sure. Yep. And I also wanted to make sure it was around areas that I was familiar with, Mm. So, you know, there are some uh, over on the eastern shore where it's potentially pretty good. I'm just not that familiar with them, to be honest. Yeah,
0: or you could kind of look down beyond Kingston or something, but it's not something that you're familiar with. So you've looked into the northern suburbs as a
1: base. The other thing, too, is that if you know the suburb, you know specific streets as well. You know, those to buy and those to avoid, um, depending upon the street. Hands
3: down. That was a a factor as well. Mm. Yeah, and you just – I don't know. There's just contextual things about property. Like if you know the area, you just get a better understanding of what you're getting into. Mm, yeah. You know, well, what you can expect from tenants, what's normal behaviour I mean, because that's a thats a huge part of like the whole – Well, one of the – because um, I
1: think Bridgewater and Gagebrook, et cetera, is like made up of nearly 50%, 60% investorship. So, mm. I mean, the standard in Tassie is like at 30%, so 30 30 30 if you use it as a general rule. So that's like a higher investor area. And I'll often say um, because, you know, people look at, especially from interstate, they'll go, right, you know, good price, high yield. My sort of conversation I have with people who don't know the area is, look, you know, it's a phenomenal place to invest. Be careful because, you know, um, because reality is, um, you know, high yields usually mean high risk. Mm. So that's why, you know, knowing that area well, I'm guessing you could be careful about what you chose to purchase as well, knowing you could get the best result from that.
2: I think high risk, though, can be minimised with the right person looking after the property. Yeah, like def- absolutely. If you've got the wrong rental team work looking after it or you don't have the right policy and procedures in place, you're gonna, your risk level's going to go up a lot higher mm.
3: on an investment property out there. No, that's a fair point. And it was, uh, yeah, so I was just, that is for sure true. That was that was one of the biggest things. You know, if I'm going to invest somewhere that does have a little bit higher risk, um, you know, than, say, purchasing someone... I don't know, just a real middle class suburb kind of thing. I, I don't know, however you want to put it. Hmm. But like I very much had strong intentions to look after the place. Like I got the place, yep. gave it a paint job, gave it new carpets off the bat, want to attract the right kind of tenants, show that I'm coming off on the right foot. Okay. Um, you know, make, I, I didn't really have the time. I suppose this is something that I would uh, change next time. Didn't have the time to really get to know a property manager. Sure.
0: Before, so you kind of you just know, jumped straight in. I kind
3: of just jumped straight. I mean, it ended up working out. I've got to admit, like there was there was a few, a few flukes through this process. Yeah, mm. which is always helpful. Yeah, It's always helpful. It's always helpful when la- um,
1: when Lady Luck sides with you. Yeah. So yeah.
3: Yep. So, but um, you know, just making sure you got the right, yeah, the right property manager that you mm. kind of get that gets you and that knows exactly what you are kind of after. You both got the same expectations, yeah. and you're chasing the same thing. It so. just meant that I could get this place, look after it get the right tenants in, make sure that they feel looked after. Yeah. You know, I did the whole, when they moved in, they wanted to bring in a pet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, there's a bit more risk. And I was like, rather than kind of say, uh, make it all weird, it was like, well, I'll buy you guys some cat treats and I'll buy a, you know, whatever it was, like a gift card or whatever. Yeah, just to... Just to say... Yeah. I'll look after you I'll look if you after look after, you, after me. Yeah, you look after yep. me and it's just it's just worked out. Yeah, I cool. think the mm.
2: concept goes a long way as well, that um idea of if you can give the tenant something in return just to say, Look, we appreciate what you're doing, I think they're more likely to look after the property and look after the property better. Yeah, create that emotional
0: mm. connection of like this is your home for now and this is the place that you'll be in. But mm. like let's work together as a team and, and respect one another and yeah. respect mm. the space. And, and
3: hey look, and just to take it, you know, on a little side note of just pure investing, you know, part of me like I do I do like to think of myself as like a, a somewhat decent human being. You know, yep. I do want yeah. to look after look after people and just I don't mm. know, just goes a Oh thank God we didn't get a slumlord
2: in you
0: <laughs> <laughs> You look like a bit of a slumlord yeah. with your uh, jacket and, and cane over there, Pat. <laughs> yeah, no. put the goblet down <laughs> <laughs> Left that outfit
3: at home. No, yeah. So
0: um, just going from there, you, Pat I think mentioned that you've invested it in your second property in Berridale or Rosetta? That's it, yeah, Berridale. Yep, so yep. you've kind of moved from one suburb, you've kind of got a, a little bit closer to the CBD. Mm. Is that kind of a goal too or it just happened that a property came up, you found it and, and went from there?
3: Oh, the second one was a little tricky. Like so back when I got this first property, the uh, the market I suppose was – um just a little different I spe- like yep. was probably wasn't as fast as what it is it wasn't su- what, it was what super what, fast can,
1: what year did you buy your first one in
3: it was 2017 the end of 2017 it wasn't yep. even that long ago or yep. well, I don't think it was yep. yeah relatively but um i don't know like i mean you I, there are a few places on the market for less than 200 grand back mm. then yeah um but this time around that was just damn near impossible to find at least anything that's in decent shape Yes. decent enough that of shape. you need
0: to unless you're going to put a full refit and yeah, do so much yeah. to it. Redo the whole thing. It's just yep. not worth
3: it. Yep. So um yeah, it's just kind of if I was gonna bump up that price and I was like, well I might just consider looking a bit more north. Um to be honest, like I was thinking there might be slightly more potential for uh capital growth, mm-hmm. you know, as you get closer to Hobart. Um, as again, I'm not an expert, I'll leave that <laughs> okay. right. no judgment no, up no, to you guys. You,
1: you, but your strategy is changing as you're evolving, yeah. buying your property. So it is that makes sense. Yeah,
3: yeah. I could afford a little more this time. I had the equity in the first place.
2: Um, and from what I can tell, you were sort of looking for a little while um, before you found
3: – Yeah, this time around. Yeah, a bit longer. Like, yeah,
2: no, yep. yeah. Yeah, because I did a little stalking in our database, and I could see where you'd inquired about properties oh, in the past. Okay. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I've like, been looking for a little bit. <laughs> so. And I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Blake has stormed out. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, guys, was that you just being a little bit more cautious to find the right property, or was that just the fact that
3: things were selling fast and the mm. right place didn't come up? Or I suppose this time, the like when I got the first one, it just seemed the one that came up. Maybe it was just it was a combination of it didn't take too long before I, the one I found. It was quite a a golden opportunity like it was pretty right. good mm-hmm. there was a few similar ones but this one was just quite good this time around yeah a little bit harder to find something that was so obviously like you know this is exactly what I'm looking for it's the right. perfect level of investment like for an investment mm. um but also I've, I'm a bit more experienced now I'd like to think you know, experience with my one property, this whole portfolio <laughs> hey, that hey, I'm managing. We're, we're all experts here.
1: You can tell. <laughs> I can see Blake starting to turn <laughs> yeah. into
3: that slumlord like yeah.
1: <laughs> The coat's just coming on. Yeah. <laughs> Get me a chalice. <laughs> um, we'll get yeah. your cigar, mate. That'll be good. We'll kick back. <coughs> oh, yeah. Just grab one
3: from old Patrick's collection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I don't know why I've jumped <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yeah>. on so him. <laughs> it was just telling me you stalked me. It was just, uh, yeah, yeah. It was just I'll late. throw you under too the late. bus. Uh, it's all good. John's yeah. your, normally the one. It's about my turn. <laughs> <laughs> gonna,
1: let's ride this wave, guys. Yeah. I'm going to get one next for the, there'll be six months. That's all I get. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So this time around, it was, I spent a bit more time. Um, ended up using a few more different resources. Like I did use um, titles. Uh, the what's that website? Uh, the the list? list. The list. Yep. Mm. Um, got the they got the yeah the title for this kind of property before I went ahead just do a bit of research. It is mm. it is quite old. You know the the second one that I got was owned by the same um, people. Mm. Like since it was bought off the housing commission. So, oh, well, was, so it's sat in the one family for yes, quite some yep, time. And yep. yeah, cool. So there you know there was a few, you know. This time round, I kind of knew, oh, okay, are there going to be any issues with easements or just, I don't know, just other stuff? Yeah. Uh, I'm using that word as if I kind of know really what it means. I do know what it means, but like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I, I don't say this that's stuff. why I didn't respond. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I don't know just a few things, just making sure it's all good. But, um, and then obviously a building inspection was something that
2: you looked into this time as well, just to make sure everything sort of was right. D- and
3: so I did do that last time as well. Yep. Um, to be honest, unless it's, I can't really imagine a scenario where I wouldn't get a building inspection personally. Mm. I think it would just – they're not that expensive. It's just worth it. It can just save your ass. And just for peace
0: of mind of being like, before I invest in this, I want to make sure it's rigid. Absolutely. Like
3: it's it's not – I don't know, investing in property, I suppose, the whole deal with it is – I don't know, for people who are looking at starting, getting into property investing, on one hand it's like the – wow, it's such a complicated path. Like, what do you do? How do you start? Like, what happens if something goes wrong? You know, you, am I going to be screwed I'm in debt for the rest of my life? Mm. But it's, it just isn't so – it isn't quite that bad. Yeah, but sure. it, it still is mm. quite a big investment. It's not like, you know, buying – a few hundred dollars Xbox worth of or something. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Xbox. Oh, Xbox could be an investment, I suppose. But in, well, in the terms of, yeah, you could well, say you like like start a, training up and you <laughs> make your way to the esports oh, league, that's true. You know? <laughs> that is true. Well, they're making more. Got money a plan. Now, yeah. yeah,
1: but I mean, if you're buying an ounce of gold, you just got an ounce of gold, and that'll fluctuate with the price of the market. But it's pretty easy to look after. Yeah,
3: and yeah. It, I don't know. Yeah, it's just not as complicated, I suppose. So anyway, where I'm going with this is, um, you know, property can get a bit complicated. You know, things can happen that you just think, oh my god, I've got no idea what's going on here. Yep. You know, how did mm-hmm. this issue happen? Um, and just that building inspection just just feel like covers you just a lot
2: i think what i like about building inspections as well depending on what inspector you use there are some really great ones out there and um leon and uh dale who you you use blake i really like them because not only do they tell you about the house now and its current condition they sort of prepare you for what might need to be done in five Mm. or ten years time so Mm. they're sort of very good at saying look This is obviously an older home, it is what it is but it's nothing to stress about yet Mm. but maybe you should just prepare for in 10 years' time you might have to do this certain thing Mm. and I think that's the difference between a good building inspector and a bad building inspector. Some I feel are there just to make money where you can – I think with those guys they're really good at um, educating you as the buyer what Mm. you're getting into and helping you understand what needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done and what can be done later versus now, that type of stuff and – like we are quite lucky you we were able to come to the inspection with Dale and walk around. Mm. And it was really good to see Dale explain all the little bits and pieces mm. to Blake as he sort of wandered around the house and sort of said, look, this needs to be done but don't stress about this feature. You should expect This job's that. like a four-minute mm. fix, like just get in there and do this. And yeah. like it's really good
1: when an inspector is willing to take the time to, to help explain well, I, all I, of that. I look at it <clears throat> in um, so, you know as a form of like in in agendas or incentives i think a lot of so there are some of them it would be like right you go with me i'm going to save you 10 grand on the sale cuz i'm going to find everything you need to find but i don't think that's um personally a good way of looking at it certainly what i don't look for is that like you like you both have just described i want my building inspector to say look all right you're buying a 1960s house this is what you're going to expect with a 1960s house now these are the things we have to look out for that's a danger zone for you Mm. um and because you know a lot of time most people just want to say yes to the property but we're looking for that advice to go right what can't i tackle or what do i really have to be concerned about um and i think finding a, a good building inspector to fit with your, um, you know, to do that for you is, is worth doing the research for. Mm. Mm.
3: Well, and that, I suppose that was another thing I did did not do last time. I didn't go to the property, uh, the building inspection, but this time I did. And yep. that was, that mm-hmm. was as you said, Patrick, that was super valuable just to get his insights. Mm. He mm. obviously goes through a lot of buildings. Like he knows exactly what to look for, just those little th- little tips oh yeah and
2: like some of those things like uh one of the things that he brought up is a couple of the piers that just settled into the ground a little bit john Mm. so you've got that creakiness in the floor yep real easy fix it just needs a a chock put between the top of the pier and the joist. Mm. um but you read that on a building inspection report and it looks thousands and thousands of dollars but it's literally like a 10 minute job you get under there with some chocks of wood bang 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 done done. move to the next thing but like so i think that can be really good and especially if you're new to investing mm. and you don't know a lot about property, that it's a great way to get a better understanding as to what the, yeah. thing, like what mm. the issues what oh, When he was
3: explaining me. that thing to me and he was throwing out what I oh, – I don't remember the words yeah. under the house. Yeah, Joyce and bearers Joyce and, and bearers, all of this. Bearers, all like it was yeah. like, yeah, you know, the floor's bent. You've got to chuck a wedge underneath the Joyce and the whatever it was. And I was like, Jesus, this is going to be an expensive job. And, uh, yeah, well, he he just showed me under the place and I was like, yeah. easy. Well, yeah, we, we, well, no,
1: well look, another good example, we had one It <clears throat> was like a 1940s or 30s house um, and there wasn't adequate ventilation because the foundation was bricked around and underneath the house there was some, you know, you could see even in the photos we've got that sort of the mould or the moss sort of sort of floating under, under the space but then the building inspector was like all you need to do is like so on the report that looks crazy, but then all they had to do was knock out two bricks on either side of the house and then oh, was the and ventilation, the,
2: ventilation yeah, through. put a little grate on there and yeah, you're done. That was the, that was it. Uh, yeah. You can do it yeah. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's
1: not even that hard. Yeah, and then, and that's I suppose where um, finding a good building inspector can give you the right advice on how those repairs should be managed as well, um, rather than just saying oh um I'll look, actually another great example was we had one at um, in Rokeby and um, the. There was, it didn't have adequate drainage. Um, so, you know, on one advice they had, oh, look, you're going to have to put in an ag drain, it's going to cost you thousands of dollars. And the next bloke said, look, if you just dig it up a bit and put some rocks, that's all you need to do. And, it, you know, it's like a few hundred bucks for the gardener rather than $10,000 investment. So, mm. again, getting that right advice from, um, the right mm. persons, really yes, important. someone knows what they're talking about? Because well, yeah. otherwise, um, sorry to keep hijacking, it, but the thing is, I mean, it's this right, was we're used to it. <laughs> yeah. give me space. Warn me about this. Actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like black. Let's bring yeah. black back, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The fourth <laughs> member of the property <laughs> party. <pie. laughs> Bye, everybody. It's been fun. <laughs> but the, the tribe is, has spoken. But the thing is, but the owner was had a. It was a really good opportunity for them, and had we not, you know, got that second opinion, they would have walked away from the deal uh because they would have been freaked out by bad advice so yeah. um that's you know it's, so it's really awesome you found someone you can work with that, yeah, it yeah uh,
3: it's been really awesome i suppose what like one other thing just to um take it um a bit further than that was the Uh, Depreciation schedule I mean Mm. I'm saying this Just I don't know For people listening Who might be You know Getting into a property Investing No idea what that is I certainly had no idea What the hell that was I still don't know What it is But when people ask me I just say Talk to those guys So (laughs) Yeah And look So I guess All I can say Is my experience With it And um, you know It's just it's just How you can Ride off Depreciation of a house Mm. uh, With tax for layman's terms
2: I guess it's For your tax return purposes At the end of the Financial year Each year So it helps your accountant Ride the money That you make On that property against the property.
3: There's yeah. A, is that a rough? Uh, yeah, for stuff I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, <but> effectively, <laughs> had my I'll, I'll,
1: <laughs> In my head, I had kind of, but it's not coming. I'll out. throw my hat in and see if I get it wrong as well. Um, <laughs> well yeah. Here we go. But, oh, here we go. It's going to be the end of this episode. But, 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 but effectively, you're looking at all the, uh, the depreciation of the asset as a whole. So you could think of your kitchen, mm. um, anything mm. as well. Mm. And it have, it'll have a value on uh, day dot. Let's mm. just use 10 grand an yep. example. The next year, it's going to be worth nine grand. The next year, it's going to be worth eight. Yes, that's and it. And so the depreciation sets up so that with that, Loss of the value in that yep. asset that can be then claimed taken. On tax. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So that's exactly what I said.
0: Yeah, sure, it is, mate. It was. For Sorry once, I that. actually I think John articulated it better than you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 it's just that day's <laughs> me. Too. You're getting caned today. <laughs> yeah. Pat will never
3: bring a guest in again. <laughs> Now's my chance. <laughs> oh, so I'll just like with that one, it just ended up being, you know, another non cost or uh, just super worth it. Like, mm. again, some that I had no idea what it was. It was like another situation. There was a few of these situations when I when you go and buy a property, when you I know you're not that experienced and you're kind of I'm a bit of a skeptic. So I was like, you know, do you want the depreciation schedule? Do mm. you want um, whatever kind of insurances like title insurances, all these kind of insurances yep. and costs? And it's like, oh geez, you know, you know, is it worth spending a few hundred bucks? On yeah, it? do it. the building mm. inspection, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying you know do it because it's worth the money. It's completely situational. But uh, um, never, yeah, for anyone listening as well, like just don't. Well, for me, I just never pretended that I knew anything what was going on. Yeah, There's so many situations yep. where, you, you know, I get, you get spoken to and was like, oh, yeah, if you want the depreciation schedule with your building and it's going to cost this much. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. But and then you like, leave and you've got to go Google <laughs> depreciation <laughs> yeah. schedule. And, it's like, what? and even then you're trying to read what the hell it is. Like, yep. I mean, that was pretty articulated pretty well before. But, um, mm. yeah, just even trying to read stuff and understand it, it's just like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I know for what I'm sure. doing. Is it worth
0: it? Who do mm. I ask? Finally, so. I'd taken that elective in so in my degree.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Why did I take basket yeah, yeah. weaving?
1: <laughs>
0: Social science is so confusing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um, well, I guess I guess looking forward, you've got two properties that yeah. you use as investment properties. Mm. Do you have a goal? Are you just kind
3: of riding it out like a wave, or do I you still sticking with that dream of financial independence? Oh, yeah. 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 oh yeah. But um, yeah. I mean being quite realistic about it, it's gonna be a long path. Yep. But um it's just gonna be a matter of just being wise wise about it all. Um, you know, I've kinda of got a bit of a simple rule really. If I can keep getting places that generate enough rent to cover the expenses of the place, provided that nothing funky goes on. Yep. You know, because the again I think the biggest risk with investment properties is the tenants. So provided nothing nothing goes wrong with the tenants, they don't destroy the house, they don't default on rent for too long, yep. then they're kind of just set and forget, you yeah, know. Yep. So that's just that –
0: Yeah, that was going to be the next thing I asked is mm. Pat talks about set and forget a fair bit um, in other times. But how much time do you spend a week mm. looking after oh, yep. your portfolio yep. or mani- like what goes into it Yep. that's – like you've got full-time job, I assume. Yeah, no, that's a good question. So doing your well, cause even life.
3: for this first one, um, as soon as I got it, I went to Canberra. So okay. I was instantly out of the state, wasn't able to um, – I think back then you could – I didn't know this, but you could bloody fly and then claim those flights ah. on tax. He can't do that anymore, so I probably mm. shouldn't even be talking about it. But, like, yeah, my – The my good old days. <laughs> the good old days, back when I was <laughs> yeah. young. Yeah, no. Um, Before Pat's pimpled. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, jeez. I'm just going to go.
0: And now Pat has left the building. So
1: we're we're going to drop you off to, uh, to work, Blake, in his Cadillac.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. You're know, yeah, finding no, Canberra. No, that God. was a shit
3: one. Not <laughs> sure to take that one. Swing and a miss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is that cricket's noise? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not brave enough. So <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that one? Wasn't that. <laughs> that'll play. Yeah, yeah that'll. But play. yeah, so so as soon as I got this first one, I went to Canberra. Wasn't able to do any, um, you know, looking after the place at least by myself. So that's I guess where I. When I mentioned before, making sure you can get a good relationship with the property manager. Sure. Um, you know, that was – fortunately, again, that was another – one of the flukes, like a small fluke but I'll take it. You know, like mm. the property manager just did – we got each other. She was yeah. really good. She went out, you know, on, an, on a limb. Uh, sorry, that she went that extra mile and just like if I said, yeah, um, you know, could you drop off these gifts for the tenants? She'd be like, oh, yeah, sure thing. I'll do that. Yeah, next for sure. It was just easy. Yep. But, um, yeah, so – when I was interstate for two years, um it was just small things checking in. I w- and I would check in, I would yep. send emails to the to the property owners and say, Hey, how's it all going? Thank you so much for doing the hard work. Um, are the tenants happy? But what, what I haven't what I didn't get involved with until I got back and only real recently is uh actually getting to know and i guess I'm still to learn this lesson if it's the right thing to do or to what extent is it the right thing to do the time in to get to know the tenant a yeah, little bit for sure yep. okay because there, i think there is a line where mm. you don't want to just it's like hey if you've got any problems you know send me a text because yeah, then it, yeah you, you can't, can't be might. best mates with them yeah yeah because then you need right. to make if, the hard decisions yeah. kind of thing you yep. know when something goes wrong with the put you know it's like oh we need a we need a new fence or whatever it is and it's like yeah you know am i gonna just fuck out the oh yeah whatever it is yeah for sure yep. totally understand. i guess we yep, were yep, discussing
0: yep. it earlier about Building a rapport and a relationship, mm. like you mm. said, with your cat toys and uh, yeah, and things like that. Yeah. So there is, as you say, a line.
3: And yeah. What's that balance of like, do I give them to, uh, give the gifts myself? Do I to get the property manager? Yeah. Do they? Do I make it? so they get the really good relationship with the property manager, and and they know through them what the kind proxy. of person I am exactly? Because exactly. yeah. well, mm.
1: one of the you've you got to be really careful because I mean the point the purpose of having professional management is they're negotiating on your behalf mm. and ensuring that no lines are crossed. Yeah, yep. so you know, if any any involvement that the landlord with maybe sometimes a good intention can actually compromise the position of the property manager um, yep. in a negative way. Yep,
3: yeah, and um, I guess yeah, I do understand. I just see that. So it's mm. that's a lesson I'm still currently learning, I suppose. But yeah, uh, yeah, gotcha. for this this place in Bearidale, um, yeah, I'll be looking at maintaining that same thing. Uh, you know, making sure the tenants know that. At least appreciate the owner it. Of the yeah, place, you, the, yeah. You want them to be happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and to the extent that I'm involved directly with that, yeah, it's an interesting
2: yeah. one. Like at Christmas time, we do gifts here through the office with a lot of our owners. Probably the have about energy. a 35 to 45 percent uptake yep. um, of owners giving out a random selection of gifts that we. So we put together, you know five different price point gifts mm. um, that the owners can choose from. Then we go buy them all, package them all up. We handwrite a card and actually write it from the owner, not from us.
0: Yeah. And we yeah, go deliver great. it on
1: behalf of the owner.
0: Yeah, that's great. So it was actually really fun. It was like Santa's little helpers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went and did a little video for them and yeah.
2: I yeah.
1: remember that. That was a cool of of little video. Yeah, yeah, I remember
0: that now. Happy little yeah. tenants
2: yeah. out there. So and Yeah, yeah like some owners are amazingly generous. Like you just mm. fall over with um, how – much they want to give back and look after their tenants Mm. it's really good to see Mm. and i think the tenants are in shock they don't expect it and then the second advantage is that they do feel the appreciation they do feel that um the owners like what they're doing with the property and like the fact they're looking after the property Mm. (laughs) well and and then that capitalizes on your relationship with the Mm tenant too doesn't it oh yeah there's obviously by us handing them over we get a bit of rapport out of the tenants as well. So, mm. but we always, we've asked, we want to make sure the owners do know that the gift's not, the owners are paying for it, but the gift's not coming from 414 real estate. We might deliver Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yep. But the card is signed with By the owner. owner's name. Yeah. So, and we'll take a photo of that card and send it through to the owner to show to the owner that, yep, this is what we did. We sent it out as mm. as you asked for us.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's really, look, we're, we're trying to help you build your relationship, not yeah. ours. Yeah. Oh, build your relationship
3: yeah. through us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So it's funny yeah. you say that. You know, sometimes the tenants don't know. You know, don't know how to react or whatever. The, the first time we, the f- the first time we dropped off these uh, gifts, um, rocked up to the front door, um, uh, with uh, you know with some notes. We didn't just rock up to the front door out of nowhere. Yep. But um, hand over these gifts and the tenants are like, oh, what's this? You know. How much is it going to cost? You know, what are you, what are you trying to do to me? Here? Selling what are you, this what girl are you about guy biscuits or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, what are you about to do? Are you about to like tell me I'm get kicked out or what's yeah, going yeah. on? So yeah, <laughs> no. kill him with kindness, and knock him
1: down,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you catch him off guard. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, one of the things that um, uh, it's probably easy for people to think is that oh, oh it's easy for you. You've got two properties because you've got a property. But what mm. um, what were you doing before you bought your first one to help get you to that position? I'm guessing it's not an easy road.
3: Um to the position of the second property ah oh, no to even the buy the first, first one yeah yeah um honestly like again i'm i'm not a font, i'm not an expert with money mm. but just i'm pretty good at saving money to mm. be honest like i'll i just won't Pissed away, I suppose. You, you spend much. less than you earn. Spend less than I earn. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I know. Mean, so that's what we're totally doing yeah, wrong, John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally the enlightening piece of advice that <laughs> yeah. people want to yeah, hear. Yeah. Knew you shouldn't um, have bought that cane, Pat. <laughs> well, I suppose... I was about to rattle my own <laughs> self then, <so> <laughs> <laughs> I suppose... Roll well, with it. One thing, I don't know if this is... um, Like one other thing that I did was when I got... When I set myself up for this first one and what I'll continue to do is I set up with an... An offset account that I could, oh yeah, we re- redraw from with yep. no redraw fees. So, mm-hmm. and what that means for anyone who might not understand, like it just means I've got my 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 mortgage account, my loan, and all the money that I make just goes into that, and it means I can just take money out. So, because I do also like some about locking money away that I can never touch. You know, t- it's like, oh, what if all of a sudden, you know, next mm. year it's like, stuff this, I want to go on a holiday or, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's still, I still want that flexibility or whatever. Maybe that's the bloody, the Gen side inside <laughs> me. It's <that's> just <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, anyway. But, you know, that just a good setup from the beginning allowed me to do that. Mm. You know, if I wanted to, I can just access my money whenever I want. But even, yeah, to start with, out of nowhere, um, that was, yeah, l- look, it was just a matter of. I suppose the first place I got was a little cheaper than the one I got now. Like, mm. it was not particularly expensive. Yep. Um. I, I borrowed as much as I – pretty much as much as I could mm. to get the place. Um. But, you know, honestly, it just you – I know I haven't – I didn't have a huge – like, a huge history of, um, like, working. As in, in the sense I hadn't been saving up for, like, ten years yeah. to get this place. It was just buy what I could afford, set myself up appropriately – and yeah, just start with whatever I can, and from there, yeah, small steps, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just the yeah. smallest thing you can. And I suppose that's the um, that's the whole thing with you know I was renting at the time, and uh, they you know they go to the concept, con, yeah, the concept of rent vesting. Mm. Right? <laughs> yeah, I
0: know Parents about f- that. Hey. Favorite topic. <laughs> oh yeah, Nick Natanui <laughs> taught me about this one. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
3: So obviously said the uh, the magic word just <laughs> okay. So that's something that you
2: were technically doing, I guess.
3: Yes. Like you were mm. renting elsewhere. And to be honest, I didn't even know the term. You just accidentally didn't did it. Until, <laughs> a, we're doing until now. a giant
0: man came <laughs> on my screen and told me all about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, but certainly at the time. like, it, but I it I did. look that video up. <laughs> oh, I've obviously missed a... Uh, uh, in a previous <laughs> podcast...
0: ...before you. I was um, doing any research and I was just the guy that um, didn't... ...press the buttons. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. pressed the buttons. The and, wrong ones. Um, I'd watched this realestate.com video... ...and Nick Nadanui mansplained or sportsplained <laughs> rent vesting... ...and I came in with boys... I learned something this
1: week. (laughs) It's
0: called rent-vesting.
1: He's
0: very excited. I I hung my hat on that. I can't believe the Mercury didn't write an article about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Aaron learned something.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So obviously for people that didn't hear that episode, do you want to explain what rent-vesting is? No, they can just go back and uh, find
0: find the episode, go back and listen to all the property pods. No, (laughs) essentially you rent in a place Where where you want to live. And you buy and invest in a place that you can afford and you kind of keep rotating that through. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake, get, get me out of water
1: here. Yeah,
3: no, <laughs> look, essentially the, the concept... I, won't, I mean, I won't go into the details of that, but it's just essentially if I... You know, I wanted to live in the city, in, in right in Hobart. Yep. I mm. can't afford to buy a place right in Hobart. Yep. Not by a long shot, especially not with the first one. Mm. Um, so it got put to me a really good way by the mate I was talking to when I was this that started this whole thing mm. which was to the rent I want to pay to live in Hobart you know I'm willing to pay that premium there's a small premium to pay for a place that I want to live in sure that mm. I can't afford to buy right and that allows that affords me or that allows me the affordance of being able to then buy, um invest you know buy an investment property yep. that I can afford mm and I mean, it did help. You know, I was in a share house. You know, I was paying like between four of us, you um, know, hundred. I was like a hundred and ten bucks yep. a week. Like it was dirt cheap. <coughs> Mind you, one of us was living in the hallway, pretty much yeah. the attic. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, yeah. that's another throwback. For <laughs> one, right? Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, but like you know, I was, you know, we do what we could. You know, yeah. Like that was we rented the cheapest place we could in mm. Hobart. I bought the cheapest place I could out. You know, anywhere. Yep. And, yeah, that t- that was just all I needed. You know, all you need that first start. And that's all I got. And then that's just allowed me to, I'm going to say snowball, but it's only the mm. second one, but that will eventually allow me to snowball a bit further. Yeah, It's yeah. just,
1: yeah. And I guess the thing, uh, I, the, my, the, the thought that came into my head is you weren't trying to keep up appearances. You were just looking for the best opportunities and, you know, making those decisions in order to get to where you
3: wanted to be. That's it, mm. yeah. Well, and I suppose, so, like... When it came and sometimes when I talk to friends who are like, you know, I'm looking at doing investment properties, you know, what what advice have you got from your time? And it's just mm. like just be just really understand what you want to do with your money. because like, some people say, mm. Oh yeah, I love that idea, of what you did. But then they get to the dilemma of, oh, I want to buy a place, but you know, I don't want to buy a place there. And it's like, well, what yep. like, what do you actually want? Do you just want the investment? Do you are you kind of thinking about living in it? Yep. Do you actually do you want it to be um, you know, in like a particular suburb, but you're looking for Moona or something, you know, if you mm. don't care, then just get the best place for an investment. And then build from, their, day, just yeah. from there as you're doing. Yep. Yeah, just be real clear about what you want. And that for me, that was real clear right from the get-go. It was like, I reckon I'm that's not.
2: the biggest problem most people have is that mm. they try to envision where they want to live yeah. mm. instead of just buying what's best from a business perspective. Yep. And you have to treat Completely your portfolio separate. like a business. Yep. You yep. can't really have an emotional attachment to it. It's nice if you can get a neat and tidy place, but... It needs to work the numbers, and that's really as an investor, all you should really care about is exactly what it. the house is worth, what it brings in. Everything else is irrelevant,
1: realistically. Yep. Well, I know one of the um, some of the uh, most challenging uh, people that we work with are those that have it was you know their family house they inherited it, and now all of a sudden it's their investment property, and they are there, they're, they're driving past every week because they're freaking out someone's going to stuff something up because they grew up there, their grandparents had that house, so mm. you know that they're way too emotionally involved in it. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: Well, guys, I am emotionally involved in this conversation. I'm having a really fun time but uh, time is getting away from us and uh, Blake, I assume, has to get back to the real world. We can continue doing this all day. Mm. As everyone's have once heard, but Blake, man, it's been awesome having you in. Cheers, thanks, guys. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, thanks. Yeah, very much. brought a lot, and I've had heaps of fun. You're welcome back anytime. We can yeah. Yeah. appreciate uh, it, even if you're not investing in stuff. We'll just invest in you. <laughs> all right, because yeah. I, uh, I think again, <laughs> I think we've got a new team member.
3: <laughs> Hit me up when it's time for my, you know, my Mercury headline. We'll yeah, call. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Not we, a drama. We at can't all. afford
2: you once you've been in Mercury.
0: <laughs> 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 no, fair call. Fair <laughs> call. <laughs> Rates will be pretty high. <coughs> awesome, guys. So, uh, yeah, from there, I think that's the property pod for this week. It's, um, Yeah, it's been heaps of fun. I've, I've really enjoyed chatting with you, man.
3: Yeah, cheers. You guys yeah. too. Thank yeah. you so much for having me on. Thanks, not mate. a
0: problem. Uh, thank you, everyone out there listening. Thanks to the boys for talking. Pat, thanks for not jingling all your gold uh, yeah. around too much on it's the mic. real the, heavy.
1: The <laughs> thanks for taking the heat for one episode. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> John's just like, oh, man, have oh, the best morning. Break. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the weight off your shoulders, <laughs> And,
0: um, yeah, anyone anyone out there that's listening will do what every podcast does again, but it, it's really helpful to like, share, subscribe, uh, do all the things that, that keep people listening. And, and as the Mercury uh, did the other day, we'll just keep bantering away and, and we'll have heaps of fun. So thanks uh, for, for joining the Property Pod this week. Awesome. Till next
3: time. See you later. See you, guys. 414 Real Estate has been operating within the northern suburbs of Hobart since 2006. With their innovative approach to marketing and managing your property, they have all your property needs covered. Find out more by visiting them today at 414.com.au.